Hello, this is Marshall Fields, and it's April 2020. And before we start recording this show, I just wanted to take a few moments to talk about our three missions, which is to increase positive communications, increase selfless sympathy, and grow appreciation of humanity. I've heard of some of the less popular challenges many families are facing during this time. Specifically, I'd like to address those who have loved ones that they are not able to see currently or come in direct physical contact with. For children who are not able to hug their parents, I feel for you. And that goes for every age of child. Oftentimes, when we think of children, we think of those younger than ourselves, those that are not adults. In actuality, there are people between the ages of 30 and 70 who have parents in senior living facilities that they can no longer visit because of the threat of spreading COVID-19. I can't imagine what it must feel like to not be able to hug those that we love and those who brought us into this world. Since I can't imagine it, I offer ears to anyone who would like to call and give encouragement. If you have encouraging words for someone who's been affected by COVID-19, whether you know them or not, please share them with us. You can send us a message by visiting pchatp.com or you can find us on Facebook and post a comment. You can share uplifting words via text, audio only, or post a comment with a video. Odds are, many others you don't know could use a positive word or a message. Your message may be featured on our podcast. Thank you for sharing positivity. Hello everyone. If you are listening to this, you are part of the solution and not the problem. I am your host, Marshall Fields, and this is PCHAP-P, an awesome acronym meaning Positive Communication Habits and Thought Process. If you are listening, you're going to help make the world a better place by how you talk to it. This is the second episode in a series on sanitizing your communications. In the last episode, we discussed common symptoms of negatively infected communicators. Three main symptoms being fear, assumptions, and untruth. As we look to change the world by first changing ourselves, we might have to overcome some challenges we were born into. Just like facial features, height, or hair color, communication habits can be inherited. If they are healthy habits, great. If not, Simple things we do and say can be preventing us from obtaining those positive outcomes we so desire. To be blunt, how you communicated in the past may not have been your fault. But as we get older and we reach an age of accountability, there is an awareness. And even though none of us have a choice in aging, maturity remains a choice. If you choose to be mature, then you must be willing to recognize the difference between fault and responsibility. Negative communication is both bacterial and viral. To really understand this, we should probably understand the difference between bacteria and a virus. Bacteria, or bacterium, is a single but complex cell. 
It has the ability to live on its own, inside or outside of the body. Also, despite the fact that there is such a thing as flesh-eating bacteria like necrotizing fasciitis, most bacteria is not harmful. In fact, very health-conscious people take certain bacteria to promote health. These are called probiotics. It is for this reason I consider your memories of communication to be like bacteria. Yes, it can definitely harm you and others. However, if you learn from the communications of your past, it can help you digest new information. On the flip side, bad bacteria can cause serious health complications. Just like antibiotics, new experiences help control or get rid of negative communication bacteria. Antibodies can come from within or be something you get from an outside source, like a coach, a parent, a co-worker, a spouse, or a good friend. To keep it simple, bacteria equals memories of communication. So let's talk about viruses. Viruses are a totally different story. Viruses are smaller than bacteria. They are not cells and require host in order to survive. Viruses cause infections by entering and multiplying inside the host healthy cells. Yes, you must be a host. For this reason, I consider negative communications of others viruses. Much like chickenpox, a very common virus, we can build immunity to certain types of negative communication. Positive communication habits and thought processes are a vaccination against negative communication that comes from other people. Live long enough and you'll realize sticks and stones may break your bones and words can break your heart. But if you truly love yourself, the pain will soon depart. I added the last part. I like it. I'll leave it in the recording. Viruses cannot be cured. They can only be prevented or managed. This is another reason why viruses are like the negative communications of others. There's always going to be someone out there who has something negative to say and you can't control it. Although we have social behaviors and rules that guide how we routinely act, no human being has control over another. If and when someone decides to deviate from what is considered socially acceptable communication habits, the goal is to remember what's important to you and who you are, and then act in your own best self-interest. If you let someone else's decisions and behavior cause you to speak and act in negative ways, you host the virus they were carrying. In this way, mob mentality can be born. We as human beings are vulnerable to this thing called groupthink. Groupthink is a practice of thinking and making decisions as a group in a way that discourages creativity or individual responsibility. The majority of the people in this world who are trendsetters and who change the world do not let the thoughts of others control how they communicate to the world. Thus, it allows them to communicate their true value. Just because you are not a sheep doesn't mean you must be a wolf. 
Now that we've talked about bacteria and viruses that affect communication, let's revisit three symptoms or ailments from the previous episode, fear, assumptions, and untruth. Our potential as a species in many ways is just on the other side of the door. One of the biggest locks on that door is the negative communications that stem from fear. A key to mastering positive communications and outcomes is to realize some simple facts. Disagreement is not the death of conversation. Disagreement is not death of the other person's value. Disagreeing on a particular issue or a viewpoint is not death of all decency. Disagreeing is not death of peaceful coexistence. We can disagree and still maintain many points of connection, cohesion, and friendship. And this walks us perfectly into the next symptom of negatively infected communicators. Assumptions. Assumptions create very shaky foundations for what you communicate. They are like placing thoughts upon uneven surfaces that tilt toward what you want to believe versus what is. Being considerate or thinking carefully is like accurately laying bricks. The trick is to structure your thoughts in a way that builds a bridge and not a wall. Some of us choose to carefully plan attacks, rebuttals, arguments, spiteful retaliations, and jabs. These are ways to build walls and separate yourself. We do this in person and in social media. We decide to attack others, sometimes spending several minutes or even hours contemplating the best way to tear them down to ridicule or destroy how we assume the other person is thinking, based on a few sentences. Building a bridge requires more effort. This means, before you share a post, you research it. Before you respond from a place of emotion, you give thought and consideration. You consider if any truth or commonality can be found in what was said. Contemplate why someone is saying something as much as what they are actually saying. In seeking to truly understand, we become bridge builders. We can find a way to cross over the confusion to connect instead of condemning. Instead of trying to build a case against someone, we often build a case around someone, making them fit into the container of our own ignorance. Each thought we have about ourselves and others should be carefully considered and placed on a foundation of truth. This is key to building relationships. If we are looking for truth, how will we know when we find it? Not knowing the answer to this question is probably the reason untruth plagues our communication. I offer a simple philosophy. Assume positivity that can't hurt you and analyze negativity before it can hurt you. 
When in doubt, consider the impact of what you think and what you communicate. If you are willing to convey information without knowing whether or not it's true, are you not lying? Who wants to be a liar? Lies are the byproduct of assumptions. You can't make people talk to you. And you can't control what they say when they do. People lie. If you view yourself as someone who values truth, but you share lies as if they are facts, you're a liar. Conscious or unconsciously. On the other hand, convenient lies are much easier to communicate than hard truths. I was on a conference call recently with members of leadership that belong to the C-suite. That group of folks that have three or four letter acronyms as their title beginning with a C. A question of readiness for an upcoming launch was asked. Multiple people responded with what they assumed leaders wanted to hear. That response being, yes, we'll be ready. We can make it work. So back to my simple philosophy of assuming positivity that can't hurt you and analyzing negativity before it can hurt you. In this case, the people responding to the leader were assuming a negative reaction will come if they say they won't be ready. So let's say you punch forward and launch something across an entire company because you didn't want to say it's not ready. Let's analyze the negative. How will it impact the company? What could happen to productivity? How will it affect morale? All of these thoughts are worthwhile questions. You must be willing to see the connection between assuming and lying. We can volunteer an assumption that other people will take as fact. When it all comes tumbling down, the fact that you made an assumption becomes a glaring truth. I hate it when the truth glares at me. If telling the truth was easy, everyone would do it. Untruth is the easy way out. The best way to combat the need to lie is to consider the damage incorrect or untrue information can have. Heeding this advice is the destruction of rumors and the havoc that they can render. As we come to a close, I'll summarize by saying, if you communicate from a place of fear, you'll have more to be afraid of. Be brave enough to consider the fact that the other person might not be wrong, at least not completely. And also, braver still to recognize the fact that you might not be right. It's easy to make assumptions because we don't often view them as lying. But the reality is, if you know that you're assuming, then you are rolling the dice as to whether or not you are lying, especially when it comes to communicating on that assumption. And when it comes to allowing any untruth to hit your ears or to hit your lips, make sure that you do not repeat it and help it flourish in the communications that you give. Allowing untruth to become a part of your communication is the coward's way. 
and you're far too brave to do that. So make sure that you speak truth. It doesn't always have to be sugar, spice, and everything nice. Sometimes you can let the hard truth be what it is. Hard, but do it anyway. All of this talk about diagnosis has me thinking. If a doctor administers medicine, he often asks how a patient feels. Although I am a few years away from a medical degree, it would be irresponsible for me not to ask for your feedback. That being said, I invite you to comment on this or any other episode that we put out. You can do this at pchatp.com or find us on Facebook by searching the letters P-C-H-A-T-P. I hope you have found some food for thought that you can digest. Thanks for joining us in helping make the world a better place by changing how we talk to it. I'll see you next episode where we will be having a special guest to help continue the discussion of sanitizing our communications. Oh, subscribe. This episode was directed and produced by Marshall Fields with music and audio engineering by Chris Brueggemann.